Hello and welcome to Sleep Cove, the podcast and YouTube channel to get a great night's sleep. This episode starts with Alice in Wonderland chapter 10 and then goes into a body scan meditation for clearing fears. I hope you enjoy it. Please listen to this podcast in a place where you can safely go to sleep. I've got some really exciting news for the sleepcovers. Tonight I've launched on a platform called Supercast. Here you can get access to a premium feed from Sleepcove, which includes bonus episodes and ad and intro free content. It's a little bit like Patreon, but it's super simple to set up. It only takes two taps and then you can get the private podcast feed on your podcast app of choice. I'm offering a completely free seven day trial to see if you like it. Just go to sleepcove.com support to check out more details. So if you would like to receive bonus episodes and have no long intros or adverts on the podcast and would like to support the podcast show, go to sleepcove.com com slash support and sign up for a free trial today. I hope you enjoy it. This episode is sponsored by Chili Technology. Chili makes the Chili Pad and Oola, two really cool gadgets that fit over the top of your mattress and use water to control the temperature of your bed. Since water is more thermally efficient than air, Chili Sleep Systems can help lower your internal temperature to trigger deep and relaxing sleep. The Oola is controlled through an app on your phone with smart scheduling, a warm awake feature and a UV light to auto clean, while the Chili Pad is simply controlled using a remote. People who have used the Chili Sleep System have noticed that they fall asleep faster, sleep deeper and wake up feeling fully rested. Whether you like to sleep a little warmer or cooler, you can customise the temperature for you and your side of the bed. Chili products offer a temperature range between 55 and 115 degrees Fahrenheit to suit every sleeper. Right now, Chili is offering my US audience a really great deal. When you go to chilitechnology.com sleep, you get $100 off any sleep system with the code SLEEP. That's C-H-I-L-I technology.com slash sleep with the code SLEEP for $100 off any sleep system. Plus, for all my UK listeners, be sure to keep an eye out for Chili's UK launch coming soon. And let's begin. Alice in Wonderland Chapter 10 The Lobster Quadrille The Mock Turtle sighed deeply and drew the back of one flapper across his eyes. He looked at Alice and tried to speak, but for a minute or two, sobs choked his voice. Same as if he had a bone in his throat, said the griffin, and it set to work, shaking him and punching him in the back. 
At last the mock turtle recovered his voice, and with tears running down his cheeks he went on again. You may have not lived much under the sea. I haven't, said Alice, and perhaps you were never even introduced to a lobster. Alice began to say, I once tasted, but checked herself hastily, and said, No, never. So you can have no idea what a delightful thing a lobster quadrille is. No indeed, said Alice. What sort of dance is it? Why, said the griffin, you first form into a line along the seashore. Two lines, cried the mock turtle. Seals, turtles, salmon, and so on. Then, when you've cleared all the jellyfish out of the way, that generally takes some time, interrupted the griffin. You advance twice. Each with a lobster as a partner, cried the griffin. Of course, the mock turtle said. Advance twice, set to partners. Change lobsters and retire in the same order, continued the griffin. Then you know, the mock turtle went on. You know the, the lobsters, shouted the griffin, with a bound into the air. As far out to sea as you can, swim after them, screamed the griffin. Turn a somersault into the sea, cried the mock turtle, capering wildly about. Change lobsters again, yelled the griffin, back to the land again. And that's all the first figure, said the mock turtle, suddenly dropping his voice, and the two creatures who had been jumping about like mad things all this time, sat down again very sadly and quietly, and looked at Alice. It must be a very pretty dance, said Alice timidly. Would you like to see a little of it? said the Mock Turtle. Very much indeed, said Alice. Come, let's try the first figure, said the Mock Turtle to the Griffin. You can do without lobsters, you know. Which shall sing? You can sing, said the griffin. I've forgotten the words. So they began solemnly dancing around and round, Alice every now and then treading on her toes, and they passed too close, waving their forepaws to mark the time, while the mock turtle sang very slowly and sadly. Can you walk a little faster? said a whiting to a snail. There's a purpose close behind us, and he's treading on my tail. See how eagerly the lobsters and the turtles all advance. They are waiting on the shingle. Will you come and join the dance? Will you, won't you, will you, won't you, will you join the dance? Will you, won't you, will you, won't you, won't you join the dance? You can really have a notion how delightful it will be when they take us up and throw us with the lobsters out to sea. But the snail replied, too far, too far, and gave a look against, and said he thanked the whiting kindly, but he would not join the dance. Would not, could not, would not, could not, would not join the dance. Would not, could not, would not, could not, could not join the dance. 
What matters is how far we go, his scaly friend replied. There is another shore, you know, upon the other side. The further off from England, the nearer is to France. Then turn pale, beloved snail, but come and join the dance. Will you, won't you, will you, won't you, will you join the dance? Will you, won't you, will you, won't you, won't you join the dance? Thank you. It's a very interesting dance to watch, said Alice, feeling very glad that it was all over at last. And I do so like that curious song about the whiting. Oh, as to the whiting, said the Mock Turtle, they... You've seen them come, of course? Yes, said Alice. I've often seen them at Din. She checked herself hastily. I don't know where Din may be, said the Mock Turtle. But if you've seen them so often, of course you know what they're like. I believe so, Alice replied thoughtfully. They have their tails in their mouths, and they're all over crumbs. You're wrong about the crumbs, said the Mock Turtle. Crumbs would wash off all in the sea. But they have their tails in their mouths. And the reason is... Here the Mock Turtle yawned and shut his eyes. Tell her about the reason and all of that, he said to the Griffin. The reason is, said the Griffin, that they would go with the lobsters to the dance. But they got thrown out to sea, so they had to fall a long way. So they got their tails fast in their mouths, so they couldn't get them out again. That's all. Thank you, said Alice. It's very interesting. I never knew so much about a whiting before. I can tell you more than that, if you like, said the griffin. Do you know why it's called a whiting? I never thought about it, said Alice. Why? It does the boots and the shoes, the griffin replied very solemnly. Alice was thoroughly puzzled. Does the boots and the shoes? She repeated in a wondering tone. Why, what are your shoes done with? Said the griffin. I mean, what makes them so shiny? Alice looked down at them and considered a little before she gave her answer. They're done with blackening, I believe. Boots and shoes under the sea, the griffin went on in a deep voice, are done with whiting. Now you know. And what are they made of? Alice asked in a tone of great curiosity. Souls and eels, of course, the griffin replied rather impatiently. Any shrimp could have told you that. If I'd been the whiting, said Alice, whose thoughts were still running on the song. I'd have said to the porpoise, Keep back, please. We don't want you with us. They were obliged to have him with them, said the mock turtle. No wise fish would go anywhere without a porpoise. Wouldn't it really? said Alice in a tone of great surprise. Of course not, said the mock turtle. Why, if a fish came to me, 
and told me he was going a journey, I would say, what was the porpoise? Don't you mean purpose, said Alice? I mean what I say, the mock turtle replied in an offended tone, and the griffin added, come, let's hear some of your adventures. I could tell you my adventures beginning from this morning, said Alice a little timidly, but it's no use going back to yesterday, because I was a different person then. Explain all that, said the Mock Turtle. No, no, the adventures first, said the Griffin, in an impatient tone. Explanations take such a dreadful time. So Alice began telling him her adventures from the time when she first saw the white rabbit. She was a little nervous about it, just at first. The two creatures got so close to her, one on each side, and opened their eyes and mouths so very wide. But she gained courage, as she went on. Her listeners were perfectly quiet, till she got to the part about her repeating, you are old, Father William, to the caterpillar, and the words all coming different, and the mock turtle drew a long breath and said, that's very curious. It's all about as curious as it can be, said the griffin. It all came different, the mock turtle repeated thoughtfully. I should like to hear her try and repeat something now, Tell her to begin. He looked at the griffin as he thought it had some kind of authority over Alice. Stand up and repeat. Tis the voice of the sluggard, said the griffin. How the creatures order one about to make one repeat lessons, thought Alice. I might as well be at school at once. However, she got up and began to repeat it but her head was so full of the lobster quadrille that she hardly knew what she was saying, and the words came very queer indeed. Tis the voice of the lobster, I heard him declare, You have baked me too brown, I must sugar my hair, as a duck with its eyelids, so he with his nose, trims his belt and his buttons, and turns out his toes. That's different from what I used to say when I was a child, said the griffin. Well, I never heard it before, said the mock turtle, but it sounds uncommon nonsense. Alice said nothing, but she sat down with her face in her hands, wondering if anything would ever happen in a natural way again. I would like to have it explained, said the mock turtle. She can't explain it, said the griffin hastily. Go on with the next verse. But what about his toes, the mock turtle persisted. How could he turn them out with his nose, you know? It's the first position in dancing, Alice said, but was dreadfully puzzled by the whole thing and longed to change the subject. Go on with the next verse, the griffin repeated impatiently. It begins... I passed by his garden, 
Alice did not dare to disobey, though she felt sure it would all come wrong as she went on in a trembling voice. I passed by his garden and marked with one eye how the owl and the panther were sharing a pie. What is the use of repeating all that stuff? The mock turtle interrupted. If you don't explain it as you go on, it's by far the most confusing thing I ever heard. Yes, I think you better leave off, said the griffin. And Alice was only too glad to do so. Shall we try another figure of the lobster quadrille? The griffin went on. Or would you like the mock turtle to sing you a song? Oh, a song, please. If the mock turtle would be so kind, Alice replied so eagerly that the griffin went in a rather offended tone. Hmm, no accounting for tastes. Sing her turtle soup, will you, old fellow? The mock turtle sighed deeply and began in a voice, sometimes choked with songs, to sing this. Beautiful soup, so rich and green, waiting in a hot terrine. For who such dainties would not stoop? Soup of the evening, beautiful soup. Soup of the evening, beautiful soup. Beautiful soup. Beautiful soup. Soup of the evening. Beautiful, beautiful soup. Beautiful soup who cares for fish, game or any other dish. Who would not give or else for two pennies worth only of beautiful soup? Pennies worth only of beautiful soup. Beautiful soup. Beautiful soup. Soup of the evening. Beautiful, beautiful soup. Chorus again, cried the griffin. And the mock turtle had just begun to repeat it when a cry of the trial's beginning was heard in the distance. Come on, cried the griffin, and taking Alice by the hand, it hurried off without waiting for the end of the song. What trial is it? Alice panted as she ran, but the griffin only answered, Come on, and ran the faster. One more and more faintly came, carried on the breeze that followed them, the melancholy words. Soup of the evening, beautiful, beautiful soup. This episode is sponsored by Harry's Razors. I've been using Harry's Razors myself, and I think the product is really high quality and fantastic. From when you get it delivered to you, the packaging is absolutely beautiful. When I shaved my face, you could tell that the five blades were very sharp and it did a very smooth, close shave. Using the five-bladed razor and the shaving gel, I didn't get any of the normal afterburn I get with other shaving brands. Jeff and Andy were two ordinary guys who were fed up with overpriced razors, so they started Harry's to fix shaving. They knew there was only one way to ensure quality, so they bought their own factory. By taking less profit, Harry's offers a great quality product for a fair price. 
their amazing quality blades almost half the price of the leading five blade brand. Get started shaving with Harry's today by claiming your trial set for £3.95. Support our podcast and get your trial set delivered to you, including a razor handle, five blade cartridge, foaming shave gel and travel blade cover by going to harrys.com sleep right now. That's harrys.com sleep. Welcome to this relaxing body scan session, allowing you to eliminate any physical tension and emotional residue. Make sure to adjust so that you are in a very comfortable position, preferably lying down. Take a deep breath in, and as you exhale, let your eyes gently close, focusing on the sensations at the top of your head. Imagine that a gentle wave of relaxation is about to make contact with the top of your head. This relaxation eliminates all tension or worry, allowing the gentle sensation to move across your forehead, melting away any anxiety you have held here. This relaxation removes any doubt, any doubt that has made its way into your brain and feel your mind letting go of despair and negativity. And let your focus move to your nose, feeling the slight sensations of the air moving in and out with your breath. When you breathe in, imagine that you are being filled with the relaxation you need. And you can let go of anything you wish. Now, focus on your ears, notice how they feel and what they hear around you, any noises in the background, you can just let go and in fact it makes you feel even more relaxed. When the sounds come into your ears, they act as little waves of relaxation, letting go of any loud thoughts in your mind. Your head 
is fully relaxed by this wonderful relaxation sensation, taking away all uneasiness in your memories, and move your focus down now to your neck and shoulders, and if there is any tension that has gotten stuck here from stress, let the relaxation take it away, asking it to release, and finally, let go. Move your attention slowly down each arm, down all the way to each fingertip, and feel the gentle wave of relaxation calming all the intricate muscles in your arms and fingers, and let your fingers become completely loose now. Allow your focus to go to your chest, expanding your lungs with your breath, releasing all those times you held your breath in suspense. Now imagine you are focusing on your heart and you can feel it beating strongly, supporting you, and you relax and you feel how any heartbreak or fear of love is eliminated forever. Allow your focus to move through your vital organs and digestive system, and just notice your belly, and observe it, working perfectly for you, as it digests and works, and any time you felt fear, or that fear you sometimes get in your gut, is gone now, it's gently alleviated, and you notice your lower back, and how it presses against the surface that you're on now, and you feel any tension you have held here go, and you feel the deep relaxation melting it away. You feel the relaxation in your pelvis and hips, and you notice any sensations related to fear that you are having here, and this takes you deeper into a state of relaxation, which heals you, letting go of these experiences, 
once and for all, and you allow your focus to move down each leg now, slowly relaxing any uneasiness you've held here. Your legs have been taking you so many places over the years, and they deserve to fully relax and let go. This wonderful wave of relaxation moves all the way back to your feet and to the very tip of each toe, taking away anything that holds you back from being your best self. Good. And notice how completely relaxed your entire body feels right now. Good, you have become aware of every part of your body, releasing any physical blockages, as well as your emotional blockages. You look at your body now from above and you notice that all the fear is streaming out of your body. You're not going to let fear hold you back anymore. Because what is the point of fear? It holds us back. And you breathe in. The calm and peace of the healing air, and you release any fears, or anything that is holding you back, that's good, and you feel that relaxation move from the tip of your toes all the way up to the tip of your head, this cleansing relaxation feeling moves all the way up and down your body, with your fears leaving you, you feel strong, purposeful, and calm, and you can take this feeling going forward, because you know it's not healthy, to hold on to fear, it does he no good, so release it now with your breath, and feel so relaxed, and you're now cleared, of any negative feeling regarding this, your body feels so calm, it feels so relaxed, and you're ready to face anything that you need to face. And the things that have been holding you back, you can address them now and overcome them, because you are a strong, 
confident person who can live their life peacefully and calmly. It's wonderful. It's amazing what lies in front of you now without fear. You can look out and think about all the good times that are going to be happening in the future. You can imagine them now. It's so good. It's so wondrous. It's so amazing. And you can take these feelings now into your sleep. And as you sleep, you may dream about how confident you are now. As you pass away into the netherworld of sleep, you'll wake up tomorrow feeling refreshed, ready to face the day and win any fear you've had because it's gone now. And slowly you feel so comfortable. And you're ready to go and have a peaceful sleep. Now.